Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome or welcome back to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. Today, I woke up super early. It is a Friday morning, and I just felt ready to come on here and chat about some of the things that I've been doing deeper introspection on and really learning about right now. And with that said, usually I jot down some notes or just bullet points of ideas that I really want to make sure that I hit, but today I have nothing in front of me, just this microphone. And I felt really called to just speak off of my heart right now, rather than use my brain, my cognitive brain. So with that said, let's just jump right into it. So the title of this episode is You Are Not Your Body. And I want to explain why I chose to title this episode this and then what today's topic is going to be. So I was reading this book and it was basically talking about consciousness and how we are consciousness. And it was explaining how we are not our bodies, our thoughts, our emotions, or our experiences. And I love getting super metaphysical and talking about all of these things. So as one does, I was telling my boyfriend all these things and he disagreed. And I go, oh, okay, so what do you think? And he explained his point of view and I disagreed. So I went back and I tried to give some examples that the book gave me. And he goes, yeah, you're just giving me examples. You're not confirming what you're saying. And we sat there for a minute looking at each other. And this is where I realized the difference was. When I said, you are not your body, your thoughts, your emotions, or your experiences, what my boyfriend heard was, those things don't matter. And those things can't affect you. But that's not true. Those things definitely affect you. And these things definitely have a lot of weight and meaning in this human experience. And then once we cleared that up, it seemed to be that we were kind of on the same track as far as mindset goes. But it just took me stepping out of my perspective and jumping into his to realize why we weren't on the same page. And we don't always have to be on the same page. You don't need to agree with everyone. This is just an example where there was a misunderstanding, we cleared it up, and then we happened to agree. But that doesn't always need to happen. And so I start off by saying that because I'm really grateful that I decided to share this with him. Because it made me better at explaining my thoughts and having a overall better sense of what other people are thinking rather than just my own perspective. And even the fact that I was able to jump from my perspective to his just shows that I am not my body and my mind and my thoughts and my experiences. I am the person who observes all of those things, who witnesses it. And my consciousness is able to detach from that and take a peek inside somebody else's for a little bit. So let's pause and backtrack. 
You are not your body. Here's the example that I read in the book and that I gave to my boyfriend. If I showed you three pictures, first of a house that was completely new, renovated, perfect, and then a second picture, and the house was a little run down, lived in, maybe the gutter was falling off, some shingles got dinged, and then I showed you a third picture, and the house was complete rubble, I guess a natural disaster occurred and the house just didn't make it. So I show you these pictures and I ask you, are you these pictures? You would say, no, those are pictures. <laughs> I'm the person looking at those pictures. Okay, good. I'm sure we're all on the same page with that. Now, what if you looked at your arms and your legs and your torso and they were perfect in your 20s, prime of health. And then you looked at your body, your arms, your torso, your legs, your feet, when you're older and looked a little different. And then you looked at them when you were even older than that and they looked even more different. Now, if I ask you the question, are you your body? Sometimes people would say yes. I probably would have said yes. But you are not your physical body. You are the consciousness that is observing your body and the sensations and its mobility and all the human body can do. You're the consciousness bearing witness to it. But that doesn't mean that your body does not matter. It doesn't mean that you should not take care of your body and love your body and protect your body. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying since you are not it that it doesn't matter, that it means nothing. No. It's very valuable. It is yours. It is your vessel throughout this life. But what I'm trying to get at is that when we attach our identity to certain things in the physical world, like our body and our experiences and the way other people have treated us, that is when we can form a lot of resistance and cognitive dissonance in our minds. And that can cause suffering and challenges and obstacles. Detaching your identity from your body is not always easy because we feel through our senses. We're human beings living a sensual experience and we are here to live this sensual experience, to have this body. But we are also not our thoughts and we are also not our emotions. And so if we attach our identity to how we think or to how we feel, then the same resistance and cognitive dissonance and suffering and challenges and obstacles can occur. And I think living in the observer mindset all of the time is not the point either. I think it's about when to be fully immersed in our physical world, in our body, in our experiences, in our mind, and when to take a step back and remind ourselves of the vastness of this experience, the vastness of our consciousness. Like when we're meditating, <laughs> we think one way, and when we are running or swimming or laughing, we can be really in our bodies and our emotions and our sensations. That's okay. But there are so many of us who tie our worth 
to how our physical body looks and resembles the ideal beauty standard. And I've fallen victim to this mindset as well. And I found myself within the last few weeks looking at my body and not loving it the way I did so much self-healing work to do. And I started to reflect on that. Why are these thoughts coming up again? Why am I now caring about what my physical body looks like to the point where it is making me upset about who I am? And I realized that I was starting to identify with my body again. I have a body. I love my body. I take care of my body. I make sure it is healthy and that it can work efficiently. And I'm grateful for all my body allows me to do in this world. But I am not my body. My body and I are two separate entities that are fusing as one in this lifetime for me to experience this human existence. When I die, I cannot take this body with me. When I'm on my deathbed, I'm not going to be thinking about how my body looked. I'm going to be thinking about all that I learned and all that I experienced and the souls I was blessed to get to meet. And so, why spend all of this energy and time disliking your body when it isn't even really you? You are the consciousness experiencing the physical sensations and the life through this body. And so, I ask you to reflect. Do you identify with your body and your thoughts and your emotions? Do you allow feeling really sad to cause you to beat yourself up? Do you allow not looking the same as the beauty standard to cause you to feel poorly about yourself? If you have an intrusive thought, do you beat yourself up? Your emotions and your thoughts are messengers, telling you your consciousness how aligned and in tune and balanced you are. Ooh, that triggered me. When that happened, I had a negative thought and I felt a negative emotion. Ooh, there's something there that I can heal. You're not the emotion of anger or jealousy. You're not even the emotion of sadness and happiness. Those things are natural, energetic sensations that come in the form of emotions. And they ebb and they flow. And you have the power to control those things. Because they are outside of you. Like my boyfriend was saying, they affect you deeply. And your experiences and your thoughts and your body, the color of your skin, where you came from, your ancestral history, all of this stuff affects the lessons you learn in this lifetime and can affect your consciousness in a way. Because you can take your experiences and your lessons with you. The issue lies in identifying with these things. Because it's so much harder to change something if you think it's who you are. And I've been reflecting on this. It started when I started to not love my body as much. And I was like, why? It's so strange. And I realized that it has to do with a bunch of other factors that are going on. And so my awareness of my body and how it's changed as I'm just growing up. I mean, I'm 21 years old. I'm not going to look like how I was when I was 16, 17, 18. And this change is beautiful, and I appreciate what my strong female body can do for me. And so what I realized was that me being really aware of the changes in my body and disliking it had to do with me feeling out of control with the changes that are 
going on in my external world. And so I projected that discomfort onto my physical because it was easier to do so. It was easier to hate my thighs than it was to admit that I was scared that so much was going on in my external world that I couldn't control. And so once I did that deeper reflection, because I was like, okay, this is not really about my body. I've worked through all of this. I know I'm not my body. What's really going on here? Then I was able to see the root cause and what needed true healing. My body didn't need fixing. I needed to heal something within myself. Same thing with emotions. If I'm feeling really anxious all the time about work, it could be about work. That's fair. But it could be about something deeper and I could be projecting my anxieties onto work. And so it all just comes down to having a deeper awareness of the root cause of things and knowing, okay, I'm detaching myself from my physical. I'm detaching myself even from my mind. And when you take this step back and you truly just observe, you realize there is no suffering in that. When you're observing your emotions instead of feeling them, observing your thoughts instead of attaching to them, observing your body instead of thinking that that is you, when you take that step back, there is no more resistance and resentment and cognitive dissonance and pain. And that is when you can have the clarity and the awareness to see the problem clearly so that you can go in and heal it and fix it. And you can take this a step farther and look at the people around you. They are not their bodies. They're not their thoughts and they're not their emotions. They may be expressing these things to you, but they are not that. And so a question I ask for you is, do you tend to judge others based on their physical appearance or their thoughts or their emotions that they express to you? Their thoughts and their emotions may not align with you in that moment, and that's okay. You do not need to agree with everyone. But when you judge others for the things that aren't really them, it's like you're saying, I don't truly see you. But if you strip that away and you see them for the consciousness that they are, a fractal of source just like you, part of the collective, and you say, Right now we are expressing different things, but I still see you. I see the consciousness behind all that, observing all of this. And I know that you too are made of love. That is when we can truly understand what it means to be united. Just how your thoughts and emotions are dependent on your subconscious limiting beliefs and your experiences in the past. Same for others where they were raised, who they were raised from, the experiences they've had have shaped and molded their physical reality in a way that is so different from yours. And so rather than judging other people for thinking and feeling and looking different, we can see it for what it truly is, an expression of what they need to learn and move through in this human experience. And we could see beyond all that and love the soul and the consciousness within that body. And that, I believe, is how we can all create unconditional love and express true unity consciousness in this reality. And will it happen overnight? Absolutely not. 
But the more we bring awareness to these truths and just take a step back and really observe what's going on in our realities, I believe that is the first step to inner healing, inner growth, and then collective healing and collective growth. Because this work, this self-development work, this is the inner work that'll change the entire world. I truly believe that. And I'm so grateful that we have this space where we could share these beliefs and topics together. And so with that said, that concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. It was a little bit on the shorter side today, but this was the message that I just felt really needed to be shared. I am so, so grateful for your open ears and your open heart and your open mind. And with that said, I'm sending as much light and love as I possibly can through the mic, and I will talk to you soon. Bye!